It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels on a 4th of July. I didn't know if I was going to do a podcast because of all of the fireworks going on in the background. So if you hear a bunch of rumbling, then you know exactly what that is. This ain't going to be a long one because you know what? Everybody deserves a little bit of time off. So there's not going to be a second podcast, but there will be a third and a fourth podcast for the rest of the week. So the Democrats are telling Donald Trump what he needs to do. And this comes from A.G. Eric Holder. And what he's saying is, uh, well, if Donald Trump just stops what he's doing, if he just stops spilling the beans on everything, if he just drops out of the race and lets people like Ron DeSantis run or Chris Christie, then everything would be better. What AG, former AG, said was, I think I'd tell the president, the next attorney general, you know, to let the system do its work. Try the cases. See what the results are. And then treat that convicted president or anybody else who is convicted as any other person would be treated. So the problem with this statement is that you're not guilty until proven innocent. You are innocent until proven guilty. But that's how these Democrats and Holder works. He said, try the cases. Now, he's making an assumption that the people going after Trump are actually unbiased and altruistic. They are there to uphold the American Republic on this 4th of July. No, they're not. We already know all of their ties, and we all know that they are as biased as the day is long. And then he goes on to say, see what the results are. We don't know. That's the same kind of crap. They tried to shove down our throats all throughout Russiagate. They knew Russiagate was false, we knew that Russiagate was false. Didn't take that much critical thinking to see through this thinly veiled nonsense to, to hinder a presidency like this. But see what the results are. You have biased people assuming guilty until proven innocent. And then, oh, we have to go through the whole process, including the appeals process, to see what the results are. Yes, that's exactly it. But he continues by saying pardons are generally for people who express remorse and then who have done things that show that they have turned their lives around. If those kinds of determinations can be made with regard to the former president or anybody else, yeah, I would support that pardon. In the absence of something like that, I don't think that would be a wise thing to do. Oh, like all of the people that Obama and Clinton pardoned, all of the drug trade and drug traffickers that were in prison or locked up or whatever, all of those people, yes, they've showed remorse. Uh, no, I mean, if you look into Sherman Skolnick, he was an excellent reporter in Chicago. He died in the early 2000s. You could still find some of his stuff on archive.org. Uh, Sherman Skolnick, he would write about how the Clintons got to power by working with the Walmart family. That's right. The Walmart family. How did they do it? They created free trade zones in the airports in Arkansas. 
Why? Because in those free trade zones, according to Sherman Skolnick, there are less security measures. So more things can be brought in, more things can slip through the cracks. And what were the Chinese bringing in through Walmart? Not, even, not only just cheap goods, but supposedly drugs. Wouldn't be that far of a stretch to believe this, knowing now the fentanyl situation that's going on in China, into Mexico, and into the United States. Same kind of deal. And that, according to Sherman Skolnick, is how Walmart got so big for transporting cheap goods across the country with drugs. And that is also how the Clintons got to where they are, by being involved in the drug trade, the CIA drug trade. Now, I want to clear myself. I'm not saying that's what happened. That is what Sherman Skolnick reported, and he was an excellent reporter. So if you want to go look him up, Go do it. Archive.org, Sherman Skolnick reports. A lot of excellent, excellent reporting. AT&T was involved in a whole bunch of election rigging, according to him. Fascinating stuff. A lot of chicanery going on in Chicago, too. Chicago chicanery. Talk about alliteration. But there is something else that I wanted to get through that came out over the weekend, or actually came out on Friday. There's a lot going on. Oh, and by the way, before I get to that, if you don't follow Greg Bolden, by now, you probably should. You know that I do a show that comes out every Friday that's a weekly wrap-up with Greg Bolden on his podcast in Bolden America. Go over there. He had two blockbuster reports last week. One, that these Canadian wildfires could, in fact, be connected to... A caldera in the same area in Canada, which is basically what? Geothermal stuff. Volcanics. Uh, volcanoes, not volcanics. Uh, volcanoes under the ground. Could that be part of it? Could be. We don't know. But he does pose some interesting questions on his podcast. Second, does everybody know Erica Marsh on Twitter? Greg was responsible or partly responsible. I know he's a bashful person. Partly responsible for getting this wretched shrew off of Twitter. Now, how did he do that? He did some research because old Chris Michaels, faux pod. I could have sworn this Twitter account, Erica Marsh, and she had a picture up there, uh, was actually a friend of the daughters of Bill Gates. And I, for the life of me, I could not find... Those pictures that I saw earlier in the year, I couldn't find any articles on it. I mean, I scrubbed everything. Turns out I was either speckledorfed or just a lying a-hole. I don't think I'm the latter. I just think I was foolish because I didn't save any of this stuff. But it turns out that Erica Marsh's profile picture was an AI-generated picture that picture was created by somebody in Germany. And that person got a little upset. So what does that lead us to? It leads us to the fact that this account was actually fake. We don't know exactly what came out of it, right? We don't know who was funding this and all this other stuff. All it is is that some dude in Germany created this fake account to push very, very pro-Democrat 
nonsense, and World Economic Forum-type slobbery. So there's probably more coming out on that. But like I said, go over to Greg's Twitter. Follow him over there, Greg Bolden, because he is on a roll. You don't want to miss anything he says. But, okay, back to what I was going to get to. On Friday, there was a report that came out from the government, Congressionally Mandated Research Plan and an Initial Research Governance Framework related to, here we go, sit down if you're not, if you're wearing socks, prepare for them to be blown off, related to solar radiation modification. In other words, chemtrails. I don't know about you, but if you live on the East Coast, at least in my area of the world, New York, there has not been a blue sky, and I mean blue sky, sun in literal months. Months. It's always this bizarre gray chemical haze. Most days, it is a solid white sky, and you see clouds in front of this solid white sky. And people around here are too dumb to recognize the fact that, hey, wait a minute, the sky is supposed to be blue. Why isn't it white? And skies with clouds in them aren't supposed to be solid white or solid gray clouds. You're supposed to be able to see the contours of the clouds. How come I can't see these contours? Well, I brought up many times before, they're spraying something. What they're spraying, I don't know. The last time I did a deep dig into it, it was barium and also, uh, what was the other one that came out with it? Uh, there was a couple. Of, uh, no, it, barium and something else. It was an aluminum-related uh, nanometal. So why are they doing this? Oh, well, it's global warming. But wait a minute, just a second. If we're trying to cl- control the climate and it's mankind that's doing this. Mankind is the one that's altering the climate. Mankind is the one and the reason why so many things are getting hotter. So many regions. Oh, it's the hottest that's ever been. Oh, the oceans are hotter than anything. You can boil soup in the ocean right now. All you have to do is put the soup into a pot, dip it into the ocean, and in five minutes it's ready to eat. That's how hot the ocean is right now. No, wait a minute. Think about this. If you and I are the problems, then why are they investing all of this kind of money to reflect the sun's rays? Right there. They're saying that we aren't the source of climate change. What they're saying is that it's the sun. This is something that's natural, and it's also cyclical. Every couple of thousands of years, the earth goes through changes. And those changes bring drastic alterations to the world. The poles shift. The magnetic field gets weaker. We saw this gravity well off the coast of India where all of the gravity was screwed up. But it'll change 
even though this the the source of this lies on tectonic plates and where they meet. This is what's going on. It's a natural occurrence. This natural occurrence, I would suggest, is also tied to human awareness on a spiritual and a metaphysical level. So the higher the vibrations, the hotter it gets, and the more awareness of things you have. Just look at what's been going on since Trump got into office. Think of all of the pillars of truth that people had ultimate, unquestionable faith in. Their politicians, the mainstream media, the pharmaceutical industry, doctors, all of those paradigms of virtue, paragons, not paradigm, well, maybe a paradigm, paragons of virtue. All of it has been dashed and crumbled in the past six years. What if that kind of attitude, the ability to critically think, is tied to the natural earth changes that are going on and also tied to this new change in the climate? Okay, so they have a program of research into the scientific and societal implications of solar radiation modification, SRM, and it would enable better informed decisions about the potential risks and benefits as a component of climate policy alongside the foundational elements of greenhouse gas emissions, mitigation, and adaptation. Yes, in other words, cow farts. What are the interactions between putting stuff in the air and stop letting cows farting? You can't do it. It's got to be one or the other. That's what they're saying here. Now, listen, this report is 44 pages long. And I will tell you that the overwhelming majority of this report is a bunch of shoulder shrugs, sideways glances, and oh, I don't know. That's pretty much the whole effing report. All 44 pages are saying, well, if we do this, we don't know what's going to happen. What are they going to do? Are they going to sit there and say, oh, we need solar radiation modification, and the only way to get it out there is through emergency use authorization. So, we just have to allow everybody to do anything that they want and spray all kinds of crap into the atmosphere. Is that how this is going to work, ladies and gentlemen? And the commission warned in this research paper, in the context of accelerated global warming, yes, stop spraying stuff. Maybe we'll change it. Deliberate large-scale intervention in the Earth's natural systems such as solar radiation modification, is attracting more attention. However, the risks, impacts, and unintended consequences that these technologies pose are poorly understood, and necessary rules, procedures, and institutions have not been developed. These technologies introduce new risks to people and to ecosystems. Really? Spraying nanometals, aerosolized nanometals across the planet in monumental proportions. Oh, they could introduce new risk. Whatever gave you that idea? While they could also increase power imbalances between nations, spark conflicts, and raise a myriad of ethical, legal governance, and political issues. You don't say. 
blocking out the sun could cause problems on a physical level and also an international level. This is just like what Monsanto tried to do with their seeds. Remember that? The Monsanto farms would plant whatever garbage they plant. And then once those plants began to spread their pollen, intellectual property in the form of pollen, because it's a Monsanto plant, goes into a neighboring farm. That neighboring farm is also growing crops, and their crops have crossbred with the Monsanto crops. Monsanto then goes to the small farm's door, knocks on it. Hey, guess what? You are stealing our intellectual property. We're going to sue you unless you do business with us. Same concept here. If you want the sun in your country, then you're going to have to owe us. You're going to have to pay the piper because we're the ones saving the planet. So in this report on page 14, they have a little graphic and it shows a landscape and it shows the sun in the top left corner. And then it goes through the troposphere and the boundary layers and all this other stuff until it gets to the bottom and you see ocean and coastline and whatever else. A very horizontal display of everything. So they have a number of little bullet points throughout all this. And the sun's rays are beaming down across the planet. Number one. This is how they intend to intervene with uh, solar radiation. One, surface albedo enhancements. What do you think that means? It means they're going to add more reflective layers on land so that the sun's beams bounce off of it. Now, that also means, that also means creating Artificial low-level cloud cover. Hmm. Number two, increasing the reflectivity of marine clouds. So that is these massive clouds over bodies of water because they do get enormous. I mean, just look at some of the weather maps. They increase the reflectivity of maritime cloud. How? Seed them. Insert reflective aerosolized Nanometals. Number three, increasing the amount of stratospheric aerosols. In other words, spraying metals at least 16 kilometers up in the troposphere. Number four, space-based methods. In other words, large mirrors, large screens that reflect the radiation. Number five, decreasing the amount of high-altitude cirrus clouds. How could they possibly be doing that? I don't know. Could it be HARP? So it goes on to explain what this means. The most widely discussed forms of SRM increase the quantity of solar radiation reflected back into space, including surface albedo enhancement, marine cloud brightening, stratospheric aerosol injections, and space-based methods. In contrast, cirrus cloud thinning involves the reduction of cirrus clouds to increase the amount of terrestrial radiation lost from the Earth. All these methods would alter fluxes of both long-wave red and short-wave yellow light. Discussed in this document are the methods involved injecting material into the atmosphere, increasing albedo using space-based mirrors, or changing the Earth's surface are not considered here. 
Oh, you don't say. So where are they being considered? You're talking about altering the very functions of this planet that makes the planet what it is, that makes the planet livable. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? And then later on, it goes into the types of craft that could be used to insert these kinds of nanometals. Now, I, the, countless planes. I've always had the idea that what you're seeing up there with these chemtrails, they're unmanned planes, okay? You don't see them on flight tracker apps. So are they federal? Are they state? Are they contractors? Are they military? What are the CIA? Who, contractors like Bill Gates? Who knows what they are? But they don't show up on flight tracker apps. And they reference different types of aircraft, including some aircraft that go up to 70,000 feet. Then you've got Global Hawk drones. They even reference high-altitude balloons that burst and spread material around that way. And then I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to go through the rest of this document. But the rest of this document is all about shoulder shrugging. I, well, we don't know what will happen. Well, We could do all of this stuff, but we have no idea what the impact is going to be by spraying aerosolized nanoparticles all over the planet Earth and also limiting the amount of sun that reaches people. You want to know why everybody has a vitamin D deficiency. You can now start to put those pieces together because we've known about chemtrails for literally decades. How long has this been going on? Could it be that that vitamin D deficiency could be impacting the health of human beings? Right? Could it be that that's really the case? Could it be that they've been poisoning us? Or not necessarily poisoning. Well, nanometals, you got to assume it's some level of poisoning. But could it be also that it's a weakening of the immune system, right? Weakening of it. That way, if you run into something, right, you run into some kind of common cold, it's that much worse. We have to watch out for this stuff. We have to watch these kinds of reports that come out because the implication here in this report is that, one, they have no idea what they're doing. Two, they have no idea of the consequences of their actions, the consequences to people's health, mentally, physically, uh, and immunologically, right? And also... The, the massive implication is that mankind is not contributing to climate change. It's the sun that's doing it. And you have no better example of that than things like surface albedo enhancement, space-based methods, stratospheric aerosols, none of that says cow farts so that's going to be it for me 
It's the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. You know what to do. Like me, find me, share me wherever you can listen to your podcasts. And do not forget to give me a follow on the old Twitter if you're over there because I have various witticisms that I put on display daily. So don't forget to enjoy your 4th of July weekend. And do not forget the weekend. What am I talking about? Uh, Maybe it's your long weekend, or at least your day off for 4th of July. And do not forget to follow Greg Bolden on Twitter because he's been dropping bombs for the last week. You've got to go follow him. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. Until Wednesday and Thursday, I said I'm only going to do three of four podcasts this week because every lovable fuzzball needs a day off every now and then.